0: When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B.
1: Welcome, this is Wendy B. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is the adversity they have lived through and who they become or the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110. I want people to experience being excited about their life. You know, I'm in my early 60s, and I'm actually really excited about my life. So this podcast is to inspire and motivate people now for them to take action today on their purpose, their dreams, regardless of their ages, regardless of their circumstances. I want to inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power, regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are maybe at the worst. So today I want to look at perception. What is the definition of perception? It's an insight, a way of perceiving, a view, <coughs> the act of facilitating, a perceiving discernment. And then I looked up discernment, the ability to judge well. <coughs> and uh, it says a, a Christian context, a view of discernment is perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual direction and understanding. And I say we can only see what we can see. And lots of views are hidden from us. So, um, you know, when we were kids, I don't know if you did this, but when we were kids, we would sit and there'd be, you know, maybe 10 or 12 people and we'd sit in a circle and we'd start saying, uh, I would, let's say, start off and say something and then it would uh, get to, the 10th person, and it wasn't even what I had said. Well, I'm inviting us to keep questioning our views of things. They are not necessarily the truth. And I say the things that get us into trouble is our mindset. If we really want to thrive, you know, we don't want to get stuck with anything, especially negative thoughts about ourselves or others. You know, um, <clears throat> I remember um, when our uh, youngest daughter, she's in her 20s now, um, she always, uh, she was uh, challenging. She had learning challenges, and, and she was just challenging. And um, when I say uh, challenging, um, she, um, she she would have tantrums, like maybe 30, 40 times a day, and just get really frustrated. And... Um, and so it was easy, easy to get annoyed with her and think that, um, you know, she was doing something on purpose. And um, when I stopped, um, one day I caught myself just getting really, really frustrated and I, I sent a prayer and then I, I stopped and I asked her why she did this particular thing that I found very annoying. And in her innocent voice, she was about nine years old um she explained why she did what she did and i was just I, I was stopped in my tracks moved to tears and from then on i i i questioned like if i started getting annoyed i'd i'd stop and i'd just say you know obin why did you do this and i would use a a good tone uh and um uh, and uh and she would explain it and and it was like if i had that view, I would probably take the actions that she took. And that was such a lesson for me. It was such an incredible lesson. I say where I get into trouble is when I take things personal, what people are doing. I take it personal and I perceive it like they're doing it to me or against me. Um, I remember um, you know, going through my divorce uh, this last year with my husband, um, you know, I perceive him as a a person who um, he, he 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 is distrustful and suspicious and so he did some stuff out of you know with that perception he he lo- looked at uh, me a particular way and, and uh, did some actions that weren't the greatest and what really helped me was to get that if I came from that view I might take those actions um, and 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 that it, it, it wasn't none of it was personal now I if I shared some of the stuff, you go what that is personal, but it really wasn't personal, so when we start questioning perceptions and even looking over at the other persons how they might be perceiving some um it it gives us a whole new freedom um and uh and and I say that 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 helps us thrive. I say that context is decisive um and a context uh when I look in the dictionary is an idea and in terms of w- what it can be uh, fully understood or uh, assessed. So it's an idea, and in terms of which it can be fully understood or assessed. It's our, our actions, I say, our actions are always a correlate to our context. Now, just share a story about um, when I was heavier, I, um, I just believed that I was a big girl, and. Um, And that, uh, you know, this was just the way it was. And I also uh, viewed life like it was hard to release weight. And um, so my actions were a correlate to that. And when I finally had a view that, well, maybe that isn't true. And um, I started taking actions a correlate to the new context that I had made up. There's some work that I do with uh, landmark worldwide and um I, I just I highly recommend it for people. And um we were creating new possibilities. I was gonna take on in this seminar, I forget which one it was. There was eight of us women and we were gonna lose weight, and <clears throat> and I had to look at all my different views of why I couldn't lose weight, and and all eight of us said we were gonna release weight and and um I was the only one that actually consistently released the weight and was able to keep it off and I started looking at you know all my different views of why I held on to weight why I couldn't lose weight why it was difficult or that I could always lose weight but then I'd always gain it back and I hadn't created any a future worth living into like and and so we you know in in landmark we look at you know if you create a a future worth living into and come from there like as if you've already accomplished it. It, 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 it. The context then that you've already accomplished it has you taking new actions and new ways of being. And so I created the possibility of being a sexy hot mama. Now, <laughs> I would never have uh, taken that on. Um, uh, number one I I never wanted to be sexy I'd been sexually abused as a child so I never wanted to appear sexy and um, it it, it just seemed impossible yet um, you know my first possibility was uh, I created was uh, being pain free and one of my coaches said well does that uh, excite you and I said no but I'd love to be pain free she said no take on something that you don't believe you could possibly achieve you don't even know how to achieve it And uh, so I came up with this possibility of being a sexy hot mama, and I was excited. And from then on, in that moment, I started taking new actions, um, a correlate to my context of being a sexy hot mama. I didn't wait till I released 60 pounds to be a sexy hot mama. I already was a sexy hot mama, and so I started taking actions a correlate to that, and I hired a... Uh, uh, a life coach, uh, uh, um, a person who uh, teaches about weight, um, a nutritionist, I I was trying to think of the word. Um, I I read a book, uh, The Fast Metabolism Diet by Haley Promroy that altered my whole life. Um, I started going to the gym regularly. I just started taking those actions that would be a correlate to being a sexy hot mama, and and that's who I was being acting. I was taking actions a correlate to that. And what was interesting about that is, um, I my my goal I'd set was 33 pounds, and when I got to 33 pounds, um, I was like, well, what if you know what what has me say that um, the 33 pounds is what I should be, that should be my ideal weight. And then I started looking at, well, my conversation or my context was, well, I've always been a big girl. This was the size I was at size 16. It was the size when I got married at 21. Um, And uh, I never questioned that view ever. Like it was the truth. I was a big girl, size 14. Size uh, Size 14 was my normal size from, you know, age 14, 16 years old. And now I'm a size 8. So um, it's interesting. And so I just said, well, maybe your view of that isn't the truth. Why don't you just continue eating healthily um, and taking the actions that have taken you this far and see how far you go. And I released another like 27 pounds. So it was just interesting when I gave up the view that I'm a big girl. I didn't even know that that was there. It was just the way it was. It was the truth for me. And um, when I let, released that thought, I was able to continue on. And it's like fa- so this, this uh, concept of um, looking at our perceptions and our views is uh, really uh, powerful for me because I, I can, if, if I could do that with my weight, I could do that anywhere in my life. So that's what uh, I invite us to look at. So if I can leave you with anything, I want you to leave it. Question your perception today. You know, uh, look at your views. Where did they come from? Are they the truth? Are they real? And don't get stuck with anything. This is just a a discovery. Um, It's been a very powerful discovery for me. Uh, And... um, We are exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 to 110 and beyond, and I believe that part of thriving is questioning our perceptions, our views, so let's keep thriving so others want to hang with us. What do you need to do to thrive? What are your patterns that have it not thrive? What areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well... What did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Email me. Let me know what topics you would like to discuss. Tell me about how you thrive. When you get handed lemons, can you make lemonade? I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. Thriving at 60. Com.
0: Thank you for listening to ThrivingAt60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thriving at com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thriving at com.